Welcome to the Derailed Podcast. My name's Sam and I'm your host and let's get right into it. So hey guys, welcome back to the Derailed Podcast. Uh, it's been a while since I've jumped on here for, for a couple of reasons, but we, I'll cover that later in the week. Today, we've actually got another special guest on, um, a man that I was introduced to a couple of weeks ago through Tom Hobbs. Um, so introduce yourself, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me on, firstly, mate. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, for those that don't know, my name's Jacob Weatherly. Uh, I'm a men's coach, uh, and I coach uh, through a program called The Journey of Strength. So basically, coach men on how to become strong, how to come, how to have a life full of confidence, fulfillment, and uh, direction, basically. So yeah. Yeah, so Jacob and I actually got in contact through Tom Hobbs' podcast. Um, I listened to it and then flicked him a message pretty much instantly. Um, so I just thought that obviously it's pretty similar to the way that Tom structured his. However, I think there's a lot that I can kind of relate to with the way that Jacob goes about his work and the way he's helped. Obviously, he and I have had a phone call and spoken on and off for the last couple of weeks. So that's why I decided to get him to come on. So um, first of all, before we get started into what you actually do and, and the path we go down in this, mate, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what, what got you into the men's mental health and men's coaching. Yeah, so um, basically it all started. I became a PT in 2000 and, it was 2015. Um, you know, I worked, went to school and you know, finished year 12 and all that and then Got into PT in 2015 and um, basically it took off. It was really fucking great. Like um, I was heavily involved in like footy and cricket clubs in my local town, and um, you know the it came easy basically at the start. Um, and then I think it was about a year in, I hired my first coach, um, so a business coach uh, by the name of Tom Clark, um, and we sat down for like a meeting. Uh, first meeting we had. Um, we had coffee in a cafe and he was like, what's the, like, what's the big goal? What's the, what's the dream? Like, what's the long-term plan? And flat out, I was just like, straight up. I was like, yeah, I want my own facility. I want my own gym. Like, that's definitely something that I'm, I'm like striving towards for sure. It's a big dream. And so that was, that was probably late 2015, early 2016 that we had that conversation. And basically from the year, the 12 months between that conversation, um, that that preceding 12 months was basically like work as hard as I possibly fucking can to, you know, get, get the money into, to get this gym up and running. So it was probably late 2016 that I really started like pushing hard for it. Um, and at that point I ended up taking on another job, uh, took on like another couple of jobs just so I could, you know, increase cash flow and just you know, get money quickly so I could get the gym open a lot quicker. So it was, it was a case of, get up at four in the morning or four thirty in the morning, go straight to the gym, train clients back to back from like five, five thirty in the morning to about seven thirty and then go straight to like this laboring job that I'd picked up with a building company and do that all day until about three thirty and then straight back into the gym and like train clients back to back until like eight, eight thirty at night. And then as well as that I'd have footy training on like a Tuesday and Thursday and then on weekends I'd end up picking up like a catering job. Um where I'd like wait tables and work in the bar and shit on like a Friday night. And I'd have footy on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that <laughs> solid for like six months. 
So, you know, I'd, I'd get to the end of the week and Friday night and I'd get a message off like the, the boss um, at this catering company who's like a real fucking good mate of mine now. And I'd work there. If I worked in the bar, it'd be till two in the morning. Or, you know, if I just waited tables, it'd be till midnight after we'd packed everything up and then wake up on Saturday, travel to a game of footy and then play footy flat out. And then it was basically either pack my shit up straight away after playing in the seniors and drive straight to the straight to the catering job um, and work there until same thing. Like if we did weddings, if we did wedding receptions or something like that, it'd be like you'd just work until the last like left the bar basically like yeah be, yeah two and two in the morning and then Sundays was basically my day of just like take a breath and get ready to do it all again. So that was solid for like six months towards the end of 2016. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that happened in between that, but just to give you like a, an overview, um, I opened the gym in 2017, early 2017. So basically start of, uh, start of the year. And um, yeah, basically it fucking took off. I'd worked so fucking hard to, to open it. And you know, it was my dream from, from 12, 13, 14 months beforehand. So um, to have it opened was incredible. And then in the first three weeks, we had a hundred members and then six months after that we hit 200 and like, it just kept getting better and better and better. And then, um, you know, I was, it was basically, it was, it was the same for me, right? Like I, I would get up at four in the morning and I'd open the gym. I'd be in the gym by five and then the gym would shut at eight and I'd, I'd be home before eight thirty, And then I'd basically just go to sleep and then do it all again. And, um, that was yeah, basically right. my life for like, yeah, it was my life for like three years as well as training clients and like, um, you know, I'd do everything, right? I'd do the cleaning. I was the admin guy. I was the social media dude. Like, I handled all the staff and, like, everything, right? Like, I, I did everything. Yeah. Um, because that's what I thought I had to do, right? Like, I thought I had to be the, the owner that did everything and showed everyone else how to do it rather than, like, you know, paying a cleaner to come in, like, paying someone to do the admin stuff. I was like, no, it's my gym. Like, I have to do it. It's my responsibility sort of thing. Yeah. And then... Um, earlier this year, so 2019, um, 2020, geez, where am I at? Um, <laughs> early, early, <laughs> early, uh, earlier this year, I sold the gym. So, um, after three years, I sold it to a guy who, um, was working there. He was a PT there. Um, he was my best man at my wedding. He's basically my best mate, sold it to him. So, and now I, uh, now I run a program where I coach men and I, me and my wife bought a caravan and we travel we're traveling the country at the moment in that caravan we're both coaching online so yeah that's basically from where it started to where i am uh at the moment yeah because i was gonna say like obviously you and i are on video at the moment i I have no idea what you where you're at but like (laughs) oh yeah i'm I'm in my caravan (laughs) yeah but yeah it's it's kind Um, of interesting hearing your your story with that like in terms of how hard you had to work because Similarly with me, like with my degree and everything, I was working two jobs and doing placements and training myself and all of that. And, you know, one year out of me graduating, I was in my dream job of running a basketball facility. So like, I completely get like that, that grind and yeah. you know how, how full on that is. Cause like, like yourself, I was up at four and then I wasn't getting home till probably nine o'clock after I trained. And then I yeah. had, still had stuff to do for work and then like researching stuff for myself. So then I was going to bed at 11 11 or midnight and exactly. same with you like I've always worked my like for so long and like you know always I, I I don't know how you feel but personally I feel better like off of minimal sleep than what I do off of eight or nine hours which is like 100% yeah it's crazy to say that right but like it, 
I am 100% about that. Some days I would like, some nights I would get like maybe four or five hours sleep. Yeah. But like the next day you'd be buzzing, right? Like you, it's just like, it feel like you'd slept eight hours. So. Yeah. Well, it's like, like last night was the first night I've edited in a while. Um, obviously the stuff that, you know, that's kind of just come up, but like, Oh man, like I, I edited until like midnight or something last night and woke up at six and I feel better now than what I had the last four days where I've had nine to ten hours. I'm like, what? So, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, so um, how, how long have you been into the, the online coaching with, with the men's, men's stuff and obviously with your wife as well? How long has she been doing it for, for women? Yeah, so um, my initial program launched... Uh, basically as soon as I sold the gym. So earlier this year, I think it was maybe February or March um, that the first sort of the first chapter launched. Um, and now I've just launched, um, I've just launched the group program now. So like the, I, I basically just coach guys one-on-one, um, like really intimately walk them through all the content and make sure they knew exactly what they were doing and really make sure they embody everything that I was teaching them and, um, and stuff like that. And then after seeing the success of that, it was like, fuck, like, I want to get more guys into this, like seeing the seeing the progress and the success of the one on one team, I was just like, Well, let's expand this. Let's let's try and like help even more people. So just launched the group program. Um and that starts on the eighth of June. So I'm so fucking keen to to get that started. So in total, maybe doing it for probably like the last six, eight months, I guess. Yeah. Like in terms of the, the planning and actually getting it launched and stuff like that. So um and Grace, my wife, would probably be around the same amount of time. I think, like, um, so, uh, like, we're we're fresh into the we're fresh into the online thing. Um, but we've both been personal trainers, and like I mentioned, I've, I've owned the gym and I've been a PT since 2015. So, we um, we've been in the in the industry for a while. Um, but in terms of the online game, um, pretty fresh, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. And like, are you obviously more men and she's more women focused? So you both got your, your I guess, yeah. gender market or gender specific market. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a men's coach and she's a women's coach. So yeah. um, it's pretty, pretty epic. An ultimate duo. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Dream team. Um, basically, we've got we've got big plans for. I don't know if I can reveal too much, but like, obviously, when all of this uh, stuff sort of blows over, there's plans to run a sort of resort style like um camp sort of getaway event kind of thing where we we get couples in and sort of i take the men away for a bit and then she takes the woman away and then like we swap over and we sort of do like a big event around that so yeah it's pretty sick yeah right that that actually sounds pretty awesome like obviously like (laughs) that's going more into like mental health as well as with the recreation kind of facility kind of thing about that so like i yeah yeah, that and I'm like, whoa, my mind just goes crazy because I love like the recreation yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah, that's that sounds pretty good. <laughs> um, so what what's your kind of like? Obviously, you just mentioned that in terms of your intention, your intentions with it. But how how you know far do you plan on on going with this? Um, you know, beyond that, and you know, what's 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 your whole purpose with helping men specifically? Mm. Um. Like, I think I'll give you a bit of a background because it's going to be easy to understand. So, yeah. um, with what I sort of spoke about earlier, in 2016, when I was, like, really going hard at, like, getting the gym open and, like, um, you know, my that was my only focus, right? Like, it was just, like, that's what I want. I'm going to fucking get after it. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get it. So, yeah. 
you know, relationships with my family just fell apart, didn't speak to them, like, just like, never spoke, didn't speak to them at all, really, like, it was here and there, and like, you know, if I seen them in the in, in the gym that I worked at, you know, that, that was great, that was the conversation that I had with them, right, I was like, hi, how you going, yeah, bye, cool, yeah, doing well, great, that was it, um, and like, relationships with mates broke down, um, like, it, even at footy, even at footy, like, the guys at footy, like, I was just like, I showed up, I trained, I went home, like, that's it, show up to the game, I play, I go home, didn't go to any functions, didn't do anything, because, like, my focus was, like, I want the gym open, like, this, this is what I want, and, like, relationships with my, um, like, the girlfriend I had at the time, that just, like, went, right, it was just, like, that was it, done, and, you know, within that, because I was working so hard, I just, like, distracted myself from everything else that was going on, right, like, because work was my only focus, yeah. and, within all those relationships breaking down, like the, the, when I, um, the relationship with my girlfriend fell apart and then, you know, went through a tough time with that where I was just like, oh, well, fuck, maybe I'm not good enough to, to do this gym stuff and maybe I'm not good enough to have a partner. And, you know, the, the voices in the back of my head sort of started getting a little bit louder and like the, the self-worth dropped and the confidence dropped. And I was just like, well, fuck, what am I supposed to do now? Like everything's falling apart. And then it was like a couple of days after that happened, after the breakup, um, I found out that the equipment company that I had ordered tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment off, they went into um, administration and well, whatever the one it's called where they've got to pay back all this debt that they've got. So I didn't get any of my equipment that I'd paid for. So I paid for this equipment up front and they were like, yep, it'll be delivered on this date and blah, blah, blah. So I think I got, um, I got like two grand of equipment delivered, like almost two grand of equipment delivered out of, yeah almost 20 grand worth so yes. it was uh yeah that that hit pretty hard so once i realized that i was just like well fuck like what am i supposed to do i've been telling the whole town that i'm gonna have this type of equipment and i'm gonna have this type of gym and it's gonna be like this and now all of a sudden that's just gone down the drain and like on social media and everything i put out there that i was going to be this type of person not they're going to be able to do this and uh the gym will have this very piece of equipment this specific type of equipment and everything like that and then it was just like in an instant it was just like taken away and i was just like well fuck i'm not going to be able to live up to everything that i've said you know like no one's going to understand no one's going to come to the gym anymore i'm going to have no members this is such a shit idea what the fuck am i doing i'm in my over my head i'm just a young like i'm just a 21 year old kid who has a big dream and he's just going to be the classic small town kid who has big dreams and never hits them and like all of that shit was going on in my head and ended up getting to a point where i was like on the end of my bed with like a resistance band and i was just like wrapping it around my neck like again and again and again and just like pulling it so fucking tight like splitting the skin on my neck and then didn't end up going through with it like didn't end up doing it went into the hospital like did the whole like got the whole mental health checkup and like they did the whole mental health assessment where you fill out a piece of paper and like you go one to ten on how depressed you are and like stuff like that and I think that was the point where I realized that the whole system is like ridiculous yeah to put it it bluntly like it's pretty ridiculous and like from that point onwards like after that happened after all that shit happened it was cool how can I not think about this anymore and it was cool distract myself with work again because that's all I knew how to do right all I knew how to do was work fucking hard so yeah and it showed open the gym 100 members in three weeks 200 after that and then everything like was going really fucking great 
And then in I think it was early or late 2018, I met Grace and like we hit it off like straight away. It was like, it was crazy. Like we went to school with each other and we were mates and everything. So we knew each other before that. Um, and then we sort of reconnected and we, yeah, we you know, fell in love, I guess you could say. Like um, <laughs> we, we connected straight away. Um, and then, yeah, I got to a point where I revisited the point where I was sitting on the end of my bed, right? And it was a whole thing of, well, you know, why didn't I go through with it? Why didn't I like, why didn't I commit suicide that day? And it was, I, with my coach, with Tom, that I still work with, it was, we came to the realization that in that moment, I didn't have the strength to die. So I must have the strength to live. Yeah. And basically from like that point forward, I'm like, well, fuck, what does a strong life look like? strong life looks like this for me and it'll look like this and what's a strong man look like and a strong man looks like this and like i can tell you right fucking now my pr deadlift my pr bench press and my pr squat did not fucking get me through those times yeah right it was my yeah like it was my mental strength and it was like my emotional strength and like my spiritual strength that got me through it yeah like the the physical side definitely helped right like you know getting the release in the gym when you go hit a hard session or whatever like you feel fucking indomitable afterwards but then when it comes to a time in a man's life where he's feeling fucking shit and you've got the voice in the back of his head, you don't always have a barbell in your hands, right? Like yeah. you know, how, how strong you are mentally and how strong you are emotionally that's really going to get you through it. So from that point, from realizing that, it was like, well, fuck, how can I help other dudes realize this? How can I help other guys realize that this is what it takes to be a strong man? And this is what it takes to get through those sort of times. And then that was basically the birthing place of, the journey of strength because the journey of strength is basically exactly how I got to where I am right now. So I, I basically went through the journey of strength without even knowing it from 2016 all the way to now. And then I've just like gone, well, fuck, if I can do it, then how many other guys can get through it like this? And it was basically like, well, let's put it into a program because this is, I know how well it can work. So um, that was the birthing place of the journey of strength. And then, um, from there that year was that year was massive like I realized a heap of stuff in my in my relationship with Grace as well and like um you know I realized that if I want something that I have to fully commit to it right if I really want something to work out I fully commit to it and like I had evidence of this because if I when I was getting the gym open again like I it was like I fully fucking committed to it and look how well it did you know I, I opened my business in 2017 and I sold it for a profit in 2020 you know, three years I made the business profitable, which is like people, I tell that to people and they laugh, right? Like it's, it's yeah. nuts, but I, full, but I fully fucking committed to it. So I was like, well, cool. Let's fully come up. Let's fully commit to this relationship. Let's fully commit to my business. Let's fully commit to my health. Let's fully commit to this. So commitment basically became my underlying value. And from there, like um, Grace and I got married uh, late last year in November. And yeah, we bought a caravan and now we're traveling the country. So um, to tie this all up in a ribbon, the, the purpose of this, uh, of this program and my life now is basically getting guys from that super fucking low point of not knowing you know, what they want in life and not knowing what direction they want to go and like, you know, letting the voices in their head sort of take over and then getting them to a point where they have the confidence to like 
speak up and express and they have the strength like emotionally to be aware of what's going on and like they have the emotion uh, they have the strength spiritually to like know exactly who it is they fucking are and what they're here for so yeah and i'm not sure if i i can't really remember if i shared it in my first podcast because you sharing your story then with the the resistance band hit a bit (laughs) um because when i was 16 i actually did the same thing with a um ethernet cable so i sat there and this ethernet cable was literally like two to three meters long and i you know went all the way around to the point that same as you and i also had it tied to my bed so i like yanked it even tighter and i don't know at what point like it got taken off of me but all i remember is waking up the next day and the cable wasn't in my room or anything like that and then you know as time kind of progressed and went on there was times where i would wake up in the middle of the night and my dad would be sitting in my room making sure i wasn't doing anything and things like that so i'm assuming he was the one that took it off but like i want to say like i'd yeah, hearing that, I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, I heard it, you know, like, through, through Tom's podcast, but to hear you actually talk about it is, like, it's just complete different level. So, man, like, I, I feel you, like, completely. Like, I, I'm the same. Like, I've, I'm not on, like, a mental health coach path or anything like that. Like, I don't really know where I ever really want to go up in terms of, in terms of that because, obviously, I've got my degree and I want to be PTing and stuff soon as well. But, like, just, like... I guess to me, that's why I started this podcast to share my story and to share my, like, I guess, personal outlook on things to do to get better. So hearing that, like, fuck, like hit hard. <laughs> like, um, yeah, yeah. And same with like your whole working and like being fully committed to everything as well. Like, you know, last year, obviously I, I told you about everything that happened last year um, with everything that kind of happened and me putting so much on hold Um obviously to grieve and everything like that. That's where I'm at now is like, I need to be a hundred percent with everything. Like I'm still working in the industry. I've got the degree, like I'm working on all of this, but like, I've got so many things that I'm working on, but I'm just like obsessed with it. And it's not like yeah. it's, I'm not using it as an escape. Cause I'm the first person to put my hand up and be like, I need to have a break now. Like I need to give myself yeah. the time to mentally relax. And that's what I had for the last four or five days. So like, I also realized there's an important side to look after your mental health as well. So Hearing you talk about it, obviously someone that's in the mental health industry and like, you know, putting your knowledge and stuff onto other men, um, like, yeah, that's that's fucking wicked. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks, man. Also with like the mental health system, like, I did like a full podcast on that, like just ripping shreds off the mental health system, like, yeah. and like went in yeah. full detail about budgets and stuff. Like, that's probably one of my favorite ones I've done. Is like it just particularly an essay and obviously knowing people that have gone through the system who've been kicked out of it or whatever. I'm just like, Oh, like I'm so passionate about it, but like, it's just, yeah, it's not, there's a lot of uh, errors I think in, in the, in that system. So to have someone like yourself, who's been through it, who's trying to make amend and prove that it's not, you know, all just shit, a shit show um, is really, really fucking good for, for, yourself but for the people that are involved with you and just for the industry in general like to someone that's making a difference almost like tom's doing with um the fitness industry like you know and other good coaches and stuff like what they're perceiving what you're doing with mental health kind of thing so exactly yeah i could talk for hours about mental health system like like it's not that it's bad it's just that it could be better right yeah yeah 100 percent yeah, because I, I particularly like rip shreds off of the SA like government for, like for the budget cuts and stuff that they put on there. Because 
obviously with Kobe and like other people that I know, I probably had more people reach out in the last like four months since I've started podcasts saying what they're going through um, and how they've been rejected from the system and stuff. And they're people that genuinely fucking need help, not just men, but like both the male and women. Like, I just like, like, fuck me. Like there's, there's something's got to change. Like obviously people that do get help, obviously that's great. But the people that are getting rejected still need it. Like, doesn't really matter what you're kind of going through. Like everyone handles things differently. So everyone needs some kind of outlet for some point, you know, like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, fuck. Um, all right. So this, <laughs> this is something that I've, again, I've spoken to you about personally um, that I want you to go into a little bit and let's talk about the meditation side of things. Now, again, something that I haven't mentioned is I'm a pretty big sufferer with night terrors a lot of the time. And when I was in my teens, um, you know, I, I used to wake up, you know, like on the floor, like freaking out. There's been times where I've punched walls in my sleep. I punched my ex in the face, like during my sleep and like nearly broke her nose. I've punched like cupboards and woke up with blood all over my arms and shit, like from night terrors and all this kind of thing. And something that I haven't revisited yet, and I've been trying to obviously with the app and stuff, but um, like something that I used to do in the middle of the night when I woke up from these night terrors was meditate. So um, run through, I guess, your input with meditation and your insight into the importance of it. Um, yep. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah, great. Um, oh God, where do I start with meditation? I think it's interesting with men because, and like, I don't know what it's like with women. I don't work in that, um, I don't work in that field. But especially with men, I've found that... Um, you know, when, when I talk to them about meditation, they're just like, eh, not doing it. Like, why would I want to do that? It's woo-woo, airy, like, kind of thing, right? Yeah. And I was exactly the fucking same, right? Like, I was just like, I'm not doing that. Like, whatever. I can just go kick a footy to myself or something. That'll be my calm time or whatever, right? Yeah. But then once I started, it was like, I did it for like, couple of minutes the first time I did it and I was just like oh it's all right and then eventually did it for like five minutes eventually did it for like 10 minutes and then all of a sudden I got to a point where I was like that was the only time when I was meditating that was the only time where I actually felt like my mind was like clear where I felt like I actually had time to like think about what I wanted to think about rather than having the shit in the back of my head being loud as fuck so from doing that, right, from doing that, I had moments where I could just, you know, be. I had moments where I could just, like, sit there and be like, well, fuck, I'm actually all right. I'm actually pretty good with where I'm at right now. And then um, I think I spoke to you about it on the phone where it's, like, the art of meditation. Because a lot of guys, when I talk about doing meditation for the first time, they're like, oh, yeah, I started meditation. I started thinking about blah, blah, blah. And then I just stopped because I was distracted. Yeah. And it's like, well like the art of meditation, right? Is if you start meditating and highly recommend you do a mantra-based meditation, it's the one giant mind app, right? Yeah. You get it working soon. Um, <laughs> like the, the one giant mind app is a mantra-based meditation, right? So you get into the meditation, you like, you say the mantra in your mind and then like you get into it from there, right? And if you get distracted, if you start thinking about what you need to go get from the supermarket or you're thinking about what you said to your wife or your girlfriend or whatever the night before, you start thinking about something completely like random then the art of meditation is being aware of that thought and then coming back to the mantra 
Like that's literally all meditation is, right? Because yeah. if you do it consistently enough, you do it for long enough, if you're meditating, you're like, oh, fuck, I need bread and milk from the shops. Well, that's interesting. And then you come back to the mantra. And then that is literally meditation. Because again, you do it consistently enough and then you'll be at work one day and you'll start thinking about, you know, the voices in your head will start getting louder and louder or you're thinking about something that makes you angry and you're just like, oh, that was making me angry. Oh, that's cool. And then you just like keep going about your day. And now the fact that you started meditating, you now realize exactly what's making you angry. So now yeah. you can address it and you can fix it. Yeah. So like, um, that's that's the way I explain meditation to most people because that's literally how powerful it can get, right? Like if you've got something that's making you feel depressed or something that's making you feel anxious and you start meditation and you start thinking about, you know, you start being, you get into the mantra and everything like that and then throughout the day you this feeling comes up where you start feeling really super fucking anxious. Your ability to like go, oh, it's that. Interesting. And then the thoughts just pass it yeah and then if you have it again you'll be like oh i'm pretty sure it's this and this and probably this and that's why i'm doing it oh sweet i'll just do this and that'll be you know done over when whenever happens that thought again so like that that's literally what it can get to yeah and i don't know like another thing that i was kind of given i don't know if he kind of called it like a form of meditation i don't know but like when I woken up from the night terrors and stuff, if I woke up and didn't have something to just distract the mind or like at least just take deep breaths and get the, the images and stuff that I'd wake up from out of my head, it used to get like, oh, I don't know, like a, a pillowcase or whatever, or like a tissue and I'd have to rub it in my hands, but I'd have to think of like 10 to 15 different things that it actually could have been instead of it being the tissue. And then like to the extent that I just, when I'd have the bad thoughts, I'd sit there and process, all right, so why am I having these thoughts and give 10 to 15 different reasons and list off the, you know, I guess the things that are causing the thoughts and being like, okay, like I know that I'm a bit stressed about this and that's triggering other things. And then I take a deep breath and then try and focus on the things that I can do to change that. So like, that's how I kind of got told to do it, go about it. Cause obviously if I'd wake up at three in the morning, like I can't, you know, really do much in terms of, you know, music or, or anything like that. And probably when I was, you know, when I was, that was eight years ago. So back then there's probably wasn't a whole lot in terms of well-developed apps and all of these kinds of researches and stuff on it. So that was my way of doing it. So um, that's something obviously with apps not really working for me yet that like um, I've been doing that still if I wake up in the night, but in terms of like just switching my mind off and getting to bed, I haven't been able to do as much because I'm just like so focused and like tunnel fucking vision on everything that I'm trying to achieve at the moment. But yeah, so I guess like that's my kind of take on it. Like if you just can't, you know, focus on or with an app or whatever, find something and, you know, really focus on what it could be. So if you feel it's a tissue, but like you're like, oh, it's fucking sheep wool or something and like really, yeah. you know, like give different aspects of it. Like, I don't know if that's something that you've like tried or experienced yeah. or anything. So, And like even, um, even YouTube, like we, like with, with social media and like with, with the internet and everything now, like you have an unlimited resource in your hand, right? Yeah. Uh, for those of you that can't see the video, I just held up my phone, right? Like yeah. <laughs> you, have an un, you have an unlimited resource literally in the palm of your hand and you can access anything, right? You can access anything with your phone. So if you can't get it, if you, if you want to just like listen to some random, you know, music on YouTube, that's a meditation track, do that. 
right? And then you can you can literally search on YouTube mantra-based meditation, and it'll give you some tracks go for like three hours, some go for like ten minutes. Like there's, there's anything on there. And I mean, if the if the if the excuse comes up that you don't have time to meditate, don't take your phone to the toilet and see how much less time you spend there. Yeah. You can <laughs> you can find time. You can find time, bro. Like yeah. I think like the whole like I don't have time quote is like the most mind-boggling thing to me like it just pisses me off but like yeah. <laughs> as it does yeah. a lot of people it's just mm. oh <laughs> it takes me so <laughs> yeah <laughs> particularly like for someone like obviously like you as well you, we've been so used to waking up at four in the morning and being up all, all hours of the day and getting four hours sleep it's like you know exactly right yeah exactly. yeah um look we've probably we've covered a lot mate um yeah. With with your I guess program and stuff that you do do for men, well, what would be the best way for any of my listeners listeners who want to reach out? What would be the best way to contact you, um, and and get started? Yeah, um, I mean, Instagram is Jacob underscore Weatherly. Um, Facebook Jacob Weatherly Coaching. Um, YouTube channel is just Jacob Weatherly. Twitter you got YouTube as well. Yeah, yeah, pump out stuff on YouTube as well. So um, I'll have to sub to you. Get out <laughs> yeah, do it. Um, try and get a video a week out on there as well. Um, I've just released a free guide for men, um, which is called the Four Pillars of Strength. Yeah. Um, not sure if you've seen that drop. Uh, literally, I dropped that like last week. So, um, yeah. like if you li- if you literally want to like go and get something and learn how to like become a stronger man straight away, just download that. Like, literally, I cover all four pillars of you know, uh, physical strength, mental strength, emotional strength, and spiritual strength. There's a ton of resources in there. Like, um, links in my bio and my Instagram. So download that. Um, and like, always happy to have a conversation. Like, I just love having conversations with folks. Like, like yourself, right? I was just like, dude, like, let's get on, let's get on a call. Like, let's have a chat. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure like I messaged you and you were just like, here's my number, dude. When are you free for a cause? All right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like, let's let's jump on the phone. Like, always happy to have a conversation with anyone. So. Um, yeah, reach out if you want. Always happy to chat. Always happy to chat. But yeah, um, link in my bio. Download the Four Pillars of Strength. Um, definitely a fucking insane way to get started for sure if you're looking to become a lot uh, stronger as a man. Yeah. All right. So before we wrap it up, mate, um, for any of the listeners, both male and female, obviously, because I've got my analytics show, I'm about 50-50 with both of my listeners, which is pretty cool. Um, but what would be like something that you'd really, really encourage for people to do to really make that first step to become stronger, um, better mental health or in general to, you know, just even go and achieve something that they want to achieve? I'd probably say have a mindfulness practice for sure, whether it's meditation, whether it's journaling, whether it's going for a walk on the beach by yourself, no phone, no technology, going out in the bush for a walk that would be the safest way you can do it don't go getting lost or anything but yeah <laughs> I, I i truly believe that everyone should have some form of mindfulness practice because it is so beneficial so beneficial especially like just going for a walk by yourself with no phone like it's it's insane spend more time off your phone yeah 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 it's actually funny that you you mentioned that because i i used to like almost daily just go up to the beach you know it's still like 40 minutes away from my ass but like i'd go to the beach and go for an hour walk and stuff i'd have my phone with me but i'd just turn it off and put it on airplane mode so i wouldn't get anything and then 
like I never saw that as like a mindfulness practice kind of thing, but I was like, that was my, you know, time for me. So, you know, now that you've put it like that, I'm like, oh shit, maybe I have been doing this for longer than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And like, if you're, if you're a man out there, if you're a guy out there and you don't think you need to meditate, you're probably the guy who needs it most. You're probably the guy who will benefit from it most. Yeah. So definitely get onto it. Yeah. And there's no harm in, in doing it. It's just like there's no harm in, you know, like yeah. speaking up and, and coming forward that you're, you're struggling and reaching out to people. Like, I think this, the strongest thing you can do is admit that you need help realistically. Like, that's, that is 100%, 100% the stepping stone to turn around. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Love that. All right, mate. Look, thanks for coming on. Um, I will wrap it up there. Um, as usual with any of my guests, I'll leave all of their social media and stuff in the description of the video. Uh, video, sorry, fucking hell. I'll leave it in the description <laughs> of the podcast. I'm in YouTube mode at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll leave the uh, Jacob's, what did you say? Facebook, his Instagram um, will be tagged when I share this as well. Uh, and his YouTube channel, I'll leave in the description below. So if you want to check him out, which I highly encourage you to do, like I said, I contacted him and we had a, like a 30 minute phone call within a day or so of organizing it. So, you know, definitely a good person to have around. Definitely a good person for myself to be able to reach out to and chat to as well. And as, as he said, he's absolutely open to having chats and conversations. His DMs are always open um, as mine are as well. So yeah, thanks for coming on again, mate. I hugely appreciate it because I know you're a busy guy um, for donating 40 minutes of your time. Um, and yeah, that's it from me today, guys. So I'll speak to you in the next episode. See you later.